0: This episode of Dateable is brought to you by 500 Brunches. Meet like-minded people who share your interests over brunch. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Dateable, a show that opens up a candid conversation about dating in San Francisco.
2: And right beside me today, folks, we have the wonderful, talented, and amazing UA.
0: Whoop, whoop. And right beside me, we have the bearded man now, Michael Vargas, who's also <laughs> equally as amazing and talented. On each episode, we dissect a dating story. So this dating story could come from a guest that comes in, or uh, one of us has a dating story, or maybe our producer, Julie. Julie.
2: I believe we have a bit of a story from someone today, don't we?
0: Yeah, we have a guest on. Uh, her name's Shirley. Shirley. Shirley, are you there? Hey, how's it
1: going? Huh? Oh, oh, Shirley, what's your story? Okay, so this actually happened a few years ago, and it's not all that surprising now, which is the sad part, but I'll I'll tell you and I'll let you guys tell me what you think. But a few years ago, I decided to join Match.com. So I was kind of just sick of like the typical dating. I wanted to meet some new quality men. So the problem was I wasn't having the best of luck on match. But then one day this guy messaged me and I felt like I just like hit the jackpot. Like he had like a really great job in like technology, went to an Ivy League school, like the whole package. Um, So I was super excited. We messaged back and forth Um, his profile, said that he was really trying to like get to know someone to have like a deep and meaningful relationship. Um, So I felt like finally met that relationship-minded guy. Very nice. So, yeah. Um, And then finally, uh, he gave me his personal email and phone number. So the next day, I got a message from him in my Match account just asking if I wanted to meet for a drink that night. So I messaged him, and I was like, actually, I can't do tonight, but I would totally be down to, like, meet for a drink another day. So I get this message back, like, 10 minutes later, um, and he's like, I actually saved these text messages, so I'm gonna pull them up right now. I got a text message from him that's like, I'm actually gonna be in Miami next week. If you free up tonight, maybe we could hook up if you're drinking and get in the mood.
2: If you're drinking.
1: So, I mean, I thought it was a little odd. But I also like tried to give him the benefit of the doubt. And I was a little naive back then. So I texted him back and I was like, sounds good. If not, like let's connect when you get back. Have a great trip. I get a text message back from him mm-hmm. and it says, okay, nice. I liked your picture and you seem like a nice person. I'm glad you weren't offended by what I just said. If you do get in the mood tonight, I'm sure I could do my best to make you feel good. You Whoa. are hot. Whoa. So I was like, okay, this guy's definitely persistent. I definitely interpreted the earlier ones, um, as sexual, even though I was trying to like pretend they weren't. If there was room for debate, I got another text from him. Oh. Um uh, and I just want to actually reiterate before I tell you this, <laughs> but th- this is now ten a.m. like on a Saturday. Like this is really early it's in the a morning. Sexy time. Yeah, like I haven't even that. had a coffee yet. Like I'm like waking up, you know. Yeah. So I get a text message from him that says, "You seem like the gr- type of girl." I wouldn't mind going down on do you like that sort of thing
2: yeah, or no. perhaps going downtown <laughs> to Powell no, you know
1: you know what he meant anyway so I was like is this really happening Like, am I engaging in a one way sexting at Wait, 10 in the so morning Shirley, I just want to clarify did you have any
0: vagina photos on your match
1: profile no I was like they're looking for like a legit relationship I mean it's match too like tinder maybe but yeah no
2: so instead of wake and bake he did um, wake and sexed
1: yeah pretty much so i mean like i'm not a prude person like if i'm in a relationship i like the sexy banner but like and it's like right at least let's have a drink and let's save it for like 10 p.m not 10 a.m (laughs) why i'm bringing this story up too it's like this was matched and this was like a few years ago like now on tinder it's like because there's like this screen men feel like they can just say anything i guess like would a man actually say this stuff to a woman in real life
2: Hmm. Michael? <laughs> uh, I think that, yes, that, that does happen in real life, but it's usually at 2 a.m. <laughs> where people, where men are looking to do one of the two Fs, either fight or fuck, <laughs> right? Wow. So at 2 a.m., but uh, I don't think generally at 10 a.m. in the morning after yoga session would they say that type of stuff.
0: Well, you know, okay, so I, I want to play devil's advocate to this. I'm like, the guy at least he's honest right he's like setting his intentions he's telling you what he's after which is your vajay i mean i i feel like fine better this than a bait and switch that's what i think that's
1: true because you got like the like, you'll have the people that will whine and dine you, and that's really what they're looking for.
0: Exactly. Uh, like, it, what's what's the point of going through all that hoopla when all he wants to do is sleep with you, when he can just cut straight to the chase so you're not, like, taken aback by it or surprised by it when he asks for it?
1: But I feel like Match.com is, like, the one that's known for, like, people that are more serious relationships, like paying for the service. A little more highbrow. Yeah,
0: but you know what? I would say this, Shirley. He probably has profiles up on everything like I feel like this guy is a numbers guy he's playing yeah. the numbers game he's got something up on match something on tinder it's a hinge he's probably some got something on tindog
2: filling the funnel as best as he can and yeah. I do have to agree with you UA I think that the the fortunate and unfortunate thing is that he's being up front in the beginning and you know people can say no Right, people then have the option of saying no, and then if there is someone that happens to be in the same boat, you know, for the for the wake and sext, then they can actually say yes. And yep. so he's at least allowing for that option to happen at the beginning. It may it may be a little abrasive in some ways, but it does kind of get to his truth of what he wants.
1: It's a filtering system, really.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: My theory is there's like one woman that said yes, and then like it gives. Men, this hope that it could be this simple. And that's all they need is just one.
2: Just one. (laughs) Just
0: one. And you know, those messages, I mean, I hear this from my guy friends all the time. They'll do like copy and paste messages. So anything you're getting, probably 10 other girls are getting at the same time. I know. So I think the takeaway here, there are a couple things. One is I think setting intentions from the beginning is not a bad thing. And also how do you respond to something like that yes. as a woman? Right. And I think that's a question you're asking. I think it's perfectly normal and honest to be like, great for you. That's what you're looking for. That's not what I'm looking for. So we can end this conversation now because we're obviously not on the same page. There's nothing wrong with this. You know, everybody's like after different things. So if you're not after the same thing, you
1: should just tell each other, that's be upfront. And I said to him, too, I was like, well, I don't think we're on the same page. So best of luck. And oh, then we what? never actually saw each other.
2: Exactly. And and for everyone out there, I hope that, you know, one thing that Shirley did, it sounds like, was she didn't take it personally. Right? She didn't take this personally. This was just someone who was out for a specific goal and it had nothing to do with the actual other person.
1: So I did have a few other memorable quotes if you guys want to hear them they're not from the same guy they're yeah, from randoms my, on tinder but they're us, my top five give us top three okay so number one would you like me to give you five orgasms tonight love maybe you. actually That's just five yeah. so we have i just got of a real really long-term relationship and i'm just looking to have sex dtf question mark honest a
2: for honesty on that one and there's a little bit of like a emotional pull right like <laughs> yeah. i just got broken just up i was with someone i'm in pain right like a yeah. little puppy syndrome yeah dtf mm. so if someone has a hero complex which a lot of people do hey there's your broken victim
1: there we go. Then this is the best one. Okay. You are beautiful. I'd love to eat your box for seven to nine hours. Whoa. And box. then then no box, response. Follow it up with honey question mark. <laughs>
0: I mean, two things really stand out from that quote. One is who refers to a vagina as a box anymore? Maybe, I, I don't know. I've never actually met someone who I, referred
2: to. I, <laughs> I, I, I did that. Ba- not me personally. I had friends, right? Never right. me My ever goal. doing anything. <laughs> was. Uh, but I, I knew people that did refer to a box back in high school days. I've
1: heard uh, the word box, but not in the last like, adult life, I
2: would say. That. Something I'm taking away from this is the diversities of ways that people can say down to fuck. the yes. The emotional ladder here. <laughs> Totally. Right. I love
0: giving her options of seven to nine hours. Right. nine hours, I would think that you might face.
2: Right? And I, I bet he probably has, he's going to, when he comes in, he has a pizza box ready for two-minute breaks <laughs> here and there, not leaving. He has a, you know, sweat rag and all that stuff to just keep going. Please keep hydrated. I think <laughs> water is
1: really important in the sport. Hydration
2: for both teams is necessary both for teams. sure.
1: I mean, the question is, how many people did he send that text or message to? Perhaps,
0: Seven to nine a day. <laughs> so okay, I, I'm I'm gonna move away from this because we have a few takeaways. We've already talked about them. Yes. Um, let's talk about a question of the day, which comes from our friends, our our listeners, and the question that a lot of people ask is, okay, should you have sex with someone on their first date?
2: Mm, that's a great question, and
0: man, Sure. You want to have sex with someone else first? Right, or yeah. do you want to answer? Can we? Okay.
2: Right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, may I answer? Okay. I'm going to just take liberties here. I think it all depends, right? And that's an answer no one really enjoys, but it's the truth. Some people are just very physical beings, right? They enjoy sensation of the body and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think as long as both parties are upfront about it, then yes. Now, if one person is and the other person isn't, I think the one person can talk about as an option. And if the other person says no, the end. Simple. That's it. So I think it really depends on yourself. If you love your body and you like exploring it with another person and you just feel so attracted to this other person, I say have fun and be safe.
0: I'm conflicted. Okay. On one hand, I want to feel the sexual empowerment. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always this like women's sexual empowerment. You should be able to sleep with whoever you want. There's that book, The, um, the Ethical Slut. I you I read it. It's for, amazing, yeah, right?
2: Yes, good things.
0: But the only thing is, I don't know about anybody else, but after I sleep with someone on a first date, I don't feel so good about myself. Mm-hmm. I feel great in the moment. Mm-hmm. But the morning after, I never feel great about myself. And honestly, first time sex is never that good. It's never that right? good. It's always awkward. Yes. Or timing's weird. And you're like getting to know each other's bodies. So I personally think I agree. It depends on who you are. You should know yourself. That It comes from that self-awareness. But personally, for me, I always like to... Just get to know the person better to mm-hmm. form some sort of emotional connection mm-hmm. before I can really strip down and get dirty. Oh, you heard that.
2: Dirty. <laughs> Christina Aguilera, that's <best> to you. <laughs>
1: Shirley, what do you think? Um, I I kind of I feel the same way as you guys. I'm I personally don't think it's like make or break for a relationship to start. Because I've actually had a lot of friends that have gotten married to people they've slept with on the first dates. Mm-hmm. And it's not always the people that do this all the time either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think a lot of it comes down to just chemistry with that person. And I think a lot of it comes down to how you handle it yourself too. Like Yue said, if you're the type of person that isn't going to feel good about it, then you absolutely shouldn't. If you're the type of person that's like, okay, I did this. If it becomes a relationship, awesome. If it doesn't, then whatever. Mm-hmm. then that's one thing too. And I guess also depends
2: what you're looking for. See, I, I, okay, so here's the solution, by the way. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is have sex like seven times in the first day so that you get used to each other, right? Seven to nine times. Seven to nine <laughs> times.
0: <laughs> and sex each other in between. Of
2: course, at 10 a.m. afterwards.
0: <laughs> you know, what something sex does do is that it – um, it catapults a relationship into either flourishing or diminishing. Right. So I actually think sometimes sex is an efficient way to measure if you're a good fit for each other or not. Mm. Maybe just bang, get that out of the
2: way. I totally agree. I've had situations with both where, um, we had sex and I was ready to just not see the person again. Uh, We didn't really connect, but then I've had sex with someone and I wanted to have breakfast with them and talk with them and spend time with them and then, you know, set up for the next time for us to hang out. And I've gotten to know many people that way and got to actually enjoy. Sometimes the the physical experience can lead to an understanding of the connection. It can bond you more for sure. Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
0: So here's a question for you, Michael, because women um, always talk about feeling this vulnerability after Mm -hmm. sex. Do men feel that way? Or, I mean, I guess you can't speak for all men, but...
2: I can't speak for all but men. But
0: how do you feel after sex? After sex with a new partner?
2: Do I feel vulnerable? Uh, not so much, but I think that sometimes I feel that my partner is vulnerable, so I want to kind of be there If if... if it's someone that I enjoy the connection with and I feel that they're feeling vulnerable afterwards I want to try to take care of them and make sure that they're feeling in a safe space even if they even if it's not someone I fully connect to I still want to take care of that person but especially if it's someone I felt connected to I just want to show them that there's more to them than just their body and kind of just laugh with them afterwards and have make some jokes and feel comfortable and do some of the weird funny stuff like blowing on people's stomachs and we're you s- do that. It's so fun. That's
0: so weird. I, that exactly. It, oh my god, that's exactly so weird. You're one of those. It makes a weird farting sound. Which is great. Like it all depends on who you're with, right? If you like that person, anything they do is cute. If you don't like that person, anything they do is creepy. Right? Ding 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 ding. ding. <laughs> if I liked you and you blew on my stomach, I'd be like, "Oh my god, that's the cutest gesture ever." But if I didn't like you, I'd be like. What the fuck are you doing, you weirdo? <laughs> Get out of my belly button! What are you doing? <laughs> Get out of my house. Girls talk about you know that vulnerability not just after sex, but after the man leaves because sometimes mm. guys don't stay long enough. If mm-hmm. I don't know if that's if there's such such a thing as staying long
2: enough. I, I have a couple of theories. One is if a lot of guys, if they're leaving in the middle of the night, that means that they were just focused on one thing, right? They mm-hmm. just wanted to have sex. Um, But I do know a few guys that left early because they didn't know what else to do. Mm -hmm. They actually liked the person, but literally did not know what else to do. What do you mean, what else to do? like, after you had sex and you feel very connected with this person, but... You don't know what to say. You don't know how to react. You don't know how to actually respond next in the situation. You don't know what are the next steps. So a lot of guys, they kind of freak out and leave. You also don't want to overstay your welcome either. Right.
0: Wait, so you're saying if a guy really liked a girl, Mm -hmm. he may feel that pressure to – to leave like Mm -hmm. there's just too much pressure to do something next or take it to the next level absolutely really yeah he would just leave
2: yes because he doesn't know what to do so Mm. what a lot of men have learned to do is if they don't know what to do they're out get the fuck out done right they don't know what to do so just leave i mean kind of going on a tangent here but we've grown up in a society where men aren't allowed to show their emotions yeah Right? In, in certain parts, right, not absolutes by any means, but there's definitely a of way of don't cry. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't express your emotions. Go run it off. right? So they just ran it off. Then they're done. Right? So what do they do? They leave. I'm, I'm glad that
0: you're bringing this up into um, a localized perspective because I've read about this tribe in like Southeast Asia hmm. where the women have all the sexual power. Mm-hmm. So what they would do is they go to a social event. If they see a, a man that they want to have sex with, she would tap him on the shoulder Okay, and he would come over to her place in the middle of the night and he would have to leave before oh, wow. sunrise and he can't use the front door.
2: So they definitely have a back door, a,
0: or a window, or, or a window. fire escape, or
2: this? a chimney. I guess somewhere
0: in Southeast Asia, I read about this, and it's just the women have all the sexual power.
2: I think a lot of guys would love to know where exactly <laughs> in Southeast Asia that is, so that they can book their flights now.
0: Is there such a thing as walk of shame for men, or is it like walk of fame?
2: I actually did the walk of shame the other day. Oh, yeah that that could be for another story. But uh, it it, it outwardly feels like a walk of shame but internally it feels like a walk of pride for sure.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I figure so. Mm -hmm. Because it's not like you're in yesterday's makeup. You're not wearing that tight dress you were wearing the night before. You probably look the same as you do every day. That's right. There's no external differences.
2: Just a little more satisfied about life.
0: Oh my gosh. For seven to nine hours.
2: Seven to nine hours (laughs) well hydrated.
0: All right. We're going to wrap this up now. Don't forget to submit your stories. And remember, we can always keep you anonymous. You don't have to give your real name. We can distort your voice. You can change all the names in your stories. So we want to create a safe environment for people to submit their stories.
2: We will protect the innocent at all times. And also... stay. Dateable.
0: the dateable podcast is recorded in san francisco we would like to thank our sponsor 500 brunches for making this happen to connect with us visit dateablepodcast.com